us on our podcast today. What a great day to talk about growing your team, isn't it? My name is Susan Bauer. I'm host of today's show, and I'm excited to be joined by Mandy Cools, Vice President Sales Leader from Kitchener, Ontario. Thanks for being with us, Mandy. My pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. Mandy, you uh, this, the topic we're talking about today is growing your team, and there's really a lot of different ways we could approach this, but let's um, I think let's talk about two areas that that I feel um, you you've mentioned as we've spoken before. One is really creating team community, and then the other is um, where do you put your time and effort and and really connect with your team. So let's start with team community. Why is that such an important thing as a leader? Um, I think that community is important in the way that we all want to make sure that our team is collaborating together. One of the ways that community is created is through trust, having people to connect with, having people to go to when you're struggling, having people to share your successes with. And a lot of this is is created by people stepping into your team community. A lot of times when people join our business, they don't realize that it's much, much, much more than just selling some claws to people, that there's this whole other way to really embrace what happens with a direct sales or a party plan business. And with Norwex especially, because of the community that runs from corporate all the way down to the new newest consultant, there's just a, there's a feeling of a sense of belonging. And if you can draw this into your team community and connect all of your people together, the longevity of your team and the, the retention of your consultants becomes much higher. The rate at which you have leaders promote becomes much higher because they're more comfortable, they're more excited, they're working together, they're all moving in the same direction. And what happens when you have this momentum created on your team is that people really get rooted into the community. When you have deep roots, you have stronger trees. When you have stronger trees, you have a larger forest. And when you can continue nourishing this sense of community, it can only grow bigger and bigger and bigger as everybody succeeds together. I love the analogy of the tree. It just, it it makes so much sense to uh, the roots and the branches and the connectivity. And um, so let's talk about that a little bit more. Creating community is important, um, but as a leader, how do you fit that in and know where to put your time so that you're actually creating that community with your team? That is a million-dollar question, Susan. And I found for, for, for me personally and for some of my other leaders, when you're a really strong salesperson, your party calendar is where you want it to be at, and your team starts growing, and then suddenly you have all these people that are turning to you for guidance, you can be, be feeling very stretched thin. So there's a few different ways that I choose to make myself available to my team that allowed me to still have balance with my family schedule, with my personal schedule, and still feel like I was supporting the people who needed it inside of my inside of my personal group. It also okay. was something that I was sorry. No, no, go ahead. Um, it was also something that I was able to kind of share with my own leaders so that they weren't so thrown off when um, people started turning to them as well. So they didn't feel pulled in so many different directions. 
So I was just going to say, I'm thinking that the people listening are probably breathless right now going, okay, what is it that you do um, that really helps you have that balance? Um, So you talk about four areas to be present. Like that's really where you want to focus your time. So let's just dig into those four areas, if that's okay, Mandy. Sure, that'd be great. Okay, so number one starts with an interview, new consultant. So talk about your first area to be present. So with our new consultants, the newest people who are coming on board, we definitely want to be making sure that they have our full attention. So new people, I always do the interview, or when I sign them up, I'm talking to them about the business. And I let them know that I want to talk to them once a week for the next six weeks. The time can be up to them as long as it's inside of my business hours. So business hours are important to me because it keeps the balance. I make myself available Wednesday, Thursday, Friday between 9 and 3. If people work full-time, they just call me on their lunch hour. But I just want a 15-minute call once a week for the first six weeks. And what I found how it helps and what I found is that people, new people especially, then aren't texting me all day, every day, putting um, questions up in places where they're not appropriate. Um, they feel like they're being paid attention to, so they're not drawing on me or the team as much in the beginning, and they feel supported. So that's one place that I put um, kind of focused personal attention. That's a great uh, system to put in place. So, all right, let's talk about the second area, really, to be present and how you build community. And that has to do with parties. What is what is the second, number two? So when I have people who are, who are wanting extra attention, I don't take that away from my own family schedule or my personal schedule. Because I have a strong party schedule, I invite them to come and shadow with me. Anybody at any time is welcome to come to my party, watch what I do, and then kind of chat with me about it afterwards so that they can feel a little more connected to their own business, remember the excitement of doing the show. And again, it's not pulling on me or spreading me too thin when I'm trying to do one-on-one coaching because it's actually a work day for me anyways. I already have the party planned. I'm already going there. I might as well take somebody along who's who's really wanting to kind of have some alone time with me, and then they kind of get rejuvenated when they see that party again. Oh, that's a great idea, because really that is the best use of your time, to do that at parties, and it's valuable on-the-job training for them. So it makes perfect sense. All right. I think it so, I think it also if I can just say one more thing to that yeah. it also lets you know as a leader how committed they are to their learning because sometimes we really want to give and give and give and give and give to our recruits but if they're not reciprocating then sometimes it doesn't do anything other than tire us out. So if you're giving them an action step to take which is to step towards you and come to the party with you then you're creating this give and take relationship that's much more healthy for yourself as a leader and for them if they choose to become a leader. That's a good point. It's really putting your effort and their effort in place. You know, if they're putting in the effort, you do too. So, Mm -hmm. all right, so number three on your list of your uh, top four ways that you connect and are present for your team. So what is number three? Uh, Monthly meetings. So I definitely 100% 
every month have an in-person meeting. And sometimes four people come and sometimes 20 people come. And it wouldn't matter to me if only one person came because it's important that they know that there's a place for them to go to connect. This also gives me the opportunity to tell people who are looking for more connection or wanting more um, FaceTime with anybody in Norwex that this is the place that they need to come to. I find it incredibly important, like the most successful people on my team are the ones who come to all of the monthly meetings. So I think that as a leader, you do have to create that space for your team to come together because you're the head of the community. And that, and that is, those, that live um, face-to-face is so important. And uh, you've talked about it in terms of it's, it's seeing Norwex in color versus black and white. What do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. So um, I often compare it to if you've ever tried to just tell people about the basic package. Use it wet, wipe, use it dry, shine. It's amazing, it's amazing, it's amazing. You can talk until you're blue in the face, but until they get those claws in their hands, they don't really know Norwex in color. And the same goes with a team community. When you sign a consultant up, if they never plug into your team community, you can talk and talk and talk and talk to them about how amazing it is, how the friendships are, how people support each other, how it's a group of like-minded women, women wanting to, to change the world and earn some extra money and, and enjoy being with non-judgmental people until they actually show up and experience it themselves, they're only seeing Norwex in black and white. It's when they get that sense of community, that deeper sense of purpose, that deeper connection, that's when they see it in color. I love that. And so it's so important to make those connections, and if you can do it live, great. You know, a lot of that happens over the phone. But your number four in your list of your top four ways to connect is, is social media. So how do you use social media to build that team community? So I have chosen to create a Facebook group for my team, and it is a place that people can come and ask questions. There are definitely rules uh, to the page, so no complaining, no showing up and, you know, trying to take away from, from any of the forward momentum of the team with negativity. It's a space that's safe. There's no judging allowed, et cetera. So I did set some ground rules. But it's basically the whole community of everybody in my downline, um, no matter where they are, across the province, across across the countries, across the ocean, they're able to come and connect on this page. What I do personally is once a day, I do do a post so that it starts a conversation or creates a little bit of activity in there. But it's basically giving people the opportunity to stay connected to the team without having to come to the meetings if they're too far away or feeling like they're part of that community the whole week. So if they need to be uplifted, somebody can just write and be like, this and this and this happened at my party. Has it ever happened to anybody else? And immediately, bam, 20 women. You're doing awesome. Don't worry. That happened to me too. There's so many more hostesses. Don't worry about what that person said and so on. They start supporting each other in that very unique way, which is was just so uplifting. Yeah, it is a great way to network. Can you share a little bit? You said you do a post today, and some leaders out there might be thinking, wow, that's a lot. Uh, but you are very systematic about it. So share what you do and um, and how you make that easy on yourself. Um, so I personally use a program called Share, 
which is a way that you can create posts and schedule them to be posted for you. So similar to if you're writing a newsletter for your for your team and you schedule it to go out at a certain time, the same thing can be done with Facebook posts. So basically, I, I've set up my days just in a certain way. So every Monday is Motivational Monday. Every Tuesday is Team Talk Tuesday. Wednesday is One Hour Work Week Wednesday where people can share their favorite webinar or put a little training tip, etc. Thursday changes. It can be Testimonial Thursday, Throwback Thursday. I kind of play with that one. Friday is always Fun Friday. It's always product-oriented because products are the reason that people join Norwax and it's the common thread between every single person on your team. So um, on the weekends, sometimes I do little challenges, which involve taking funny pictures with products, etc. But I basically will sit down for a couple hours and create these posts and schedule them all to go out for the next two to three weeks. So technically, I do not have to be on my team page every day. But there's at least a post, a conversation-generating post happening daily on the page so that everybody else can check in and connect. What a great way to maximize your time and, and for your team to see that you're, um, you are connecting with them every day. That was a great idea. All right, so finally, let's, um, let's close with something that you had mentioned, and that has to do with your vision as a leader. And it's really the first fundamental in our leader development guide, leading with vision. So, Mandy, what is your vision for your team? Well, um, I think that my vision shifts definitely as I move forward, but the most important one is that um, we all need to lead. So whether you want to be a leader or not, you have to be a leader of self. And the way that you're a leader of self is still, I find, having this community to walk with you so that when you're reaching some of the moments when you're feeling fearful, you have a way to move together. And no one person can, can do anything alone. We all are here to help each other, and we're all here to collaborate, share ideas, um, share our successes, share our fears, but we're designed. I, I, I really believe that people are designed to work together. So my vision continues to stay strongly focused on having a strong sense of community, having a bunch of people who are confident to lead, who are willing to be the trailblazers, who are willing to step forward and say, this is what I believe. This is what I want to share. Do you want to join me? And I find that, that as I'm working with the people who are stepping up and wanting to lead, the vision becomes creating a mastermind group of leaders who are able to, to kind of dial that down into their own team and bring up the next generation of leaders as well. That is so true. And, you know, um, a uh, favorite quote of Debbie Bolton's, I think, sums it up, too. She says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with others. So it really is come down to um, building that team community, and, it's, and you do that so beautifully. So thank you, Mandy, so much for sharing your thoughts on our podcast today. Thanks for inviting me. And um, for everyone out there, we always like to end with a few action steps. So for today's podcast, um, first of all, let me just reiterate Mandy's four areas of being present. If you were driving in the car or you uh, didn't quite get them, I'll just reiterate them because our action steps have to do with these. So number one is 
um, connecting with that new consultant in the interview in the first call. Number two is shadowing, having um, your consultants shadow you at parties and the benefits of that. Number three is the importance of monthly meetings and connecting with your team. And number four is using a Facebook group to connect socially with everyone. So those are the those are the top four tips from Mandy. And so your actions for today is number one, if you don't already have a Facebook team page, you, you certainly probably do, but maybe you you know you're a new leader and haven't done that yet, do that first. And then post once a day based on some of Mandy's tips. Number two, post your calendar of your regular monthly meeting so that you can connect with your team. And pick one day, you know, every month. And make it a day that's good for you. You can go out and you can ask everybody on your team, and you're going to come up with um, as many different days as you have team members. So pick one that works for you and people People tend to um, be able to maneuver around that, but you want it to be consistent. And number three, you want to drive attendance to your Facebook groups. So uh, immediately, in the next week, do a fun game or incentive, uh, you know, and and make an actionable um, uh, incentive. And when I say that, I mean, so say, you know, um, you have an extra product, you know, it's a mop bag. You know, who wants to win the mop bag? Call 10 people to get bookings. And then have them report back. And what did they actually say? And then they just go into a draw and, and you can pick a winner from that. But it it makes them accountable. And it also uh, makes, makes it uh, so that they're engaged in the page and in your group and having some fun along the way. So that's it for today. Thank you all for your time and joining us on our podcast series with Norwex. Until the next time, make it a great one. Thanks, everyone. 